Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hope you had a great week. You are listening to episode 249, almost at that big juicy 250 mark, 249 of your favorite weekly anime podcast. This is Anime Double Play. I'm Mary. I'm here. I'm usually here. I'm here to have a good time. My other usual can we even call him usual anymore, is not here. He just didn't feel like it and is not in the mood to watch anything. So we went out, we we dug deep, and we got the other family member. Hey, guys, I'm here with my sister, Sarah. Sarah, how's it going? Hello, everyone. Yep, back on the podcast. I think this is the first time it's just you and me. I also think that, because I did you and Demeray once, then we did Thanksgiving, and now it's this. Yeah. First uh, anime double play sister version. Yes. Sister solo time. Sista, sista. So that'll be good. Um, How's everything? What's up with you? Too much. Working full-time, going to grad school full-time, teaching Pilates part-time, making cosplay part-time. I'm officially going to Anime Boston, so Woo! I have to get my cosplay ready for that. And I also submitted an application for the Masquerade Performance section. Really so risky. We'll see. Really risky to do when the cosplay is not done. Yeah, well, it's gonna make me get it done. Uh, and I still have—I just submitted the application. They only accept 25 performances, so we'll see if I even get in. I think it would be really fun if I did, but it would be my first masquerade ever. So I could see, one, why that could work against me in the application process, but mm -hmm. I would also really like to be a rookie performer. Yeah, no, that's well. awesome. You definitely have to keep us posted. And if there's video evidence when it does happen, you got to share on the Discord. I hope that we get to that point. Because that means costume got finished, and that also means the performance right. got finished, and everything went great. <laughs> nice. So I'm looking forward to that day, hopefully. Well, I'm really happy you're here, especially because I read this uh, Jose manga last week, and I'm like going crazy about it, and I was going to gush to Thomas about it, but he doesn't pay attention when I talk to him about this stuff. So at least I could talk to you about it. Want to hear about some shoujo trash? I, I guess I don't have a choice, you don't I? You don't. <laughs> I'm the host. You have zero options. So last week, I read it in like three days. It was 50 chapters, and it's still ongoing. I started reading this uh, manga called uh, Nami da Ame to Serenade. It's like rain of teardrops and serenade or whatever. It is um, about this girl who is a high school student, duh, of course, and she gets somehow mysteriously sent back in time to 1907. So it's Japan, it's 1907. She's a Japanese high schooler sent back, and she's like, what the hell's going on? And there's a girl from that time period that looks exactly like her. So people are calling her by her name, and she goes into her family's house and all this stuff. And of course... That girl is in an arranged marriage. She has a fiancé. And the fiancé finds her and all this stuff. And she falls in love with the fiancé from the past. But here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Usually in these stories, they, like, switch places. 
So the present girl and past girl would switch. Past girl is still there. And they're both living in her room and like swapping in and out when they want to and not want to do things. So real past girl hates her fiance, but present girl who is pretending to be her falls in love with him. So it's this weird situation. And past girl also likes another guy from the past. So it's like a love square and it's great. And there's like drama and there's like a shootout on a ship. And like, it's so cool. And there's like a big twist with Guy B. And I don't know if I explained that too well, which is why I'm glad it's you and not Thomas. But um, it's like really awesome historical fiction shoujo trash. And um, and they have sex. So it's a little mature and very, very uh, refreshing. I'm into it. Are you reading this? Uh, I wear Megadex. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. It, it's a, it sounds very webtoon. That's a very webtoon storyline. So it wouldn't surprise me if you said Manta or Tappy Toon. That's true. Or webtoon itself. So that's why I ask. Yes, it is. Uh, it's by the author of um, Natsuyuki Rendezvous, which I have not read and read the first two chapters of after I read this and was like, eh. But that's apparently a really popular um, Jose series when it was out. And, like, there are so many twists. There were times where I was, like, literally on the edge of my seat. Like, where are they going? What's going on? And, of course, uh, dude fiancé is the head of, like, this big company. So people are after him for his money. And they're, like, trying to, like, mug him and stuff. There's, like, a lot going on. And it's it's perfect. I'm obsessed with it right now. So Drama at every corner. Everything's like, dramatic. Even the little things. Yes, but not in a bad way. It's not like you you don't get tired of it. You're like injected into my veins. Kind of feel about Prince Freya. They're trying to make everything equally dramatic. You like that series but, more than me. Well, I'm kind of bummed that I that it came the day after I left your place. Because now I want to know what's going on with the cursed boy. Yeah. I don't even know what happened. I literally just read that volume. I feel like I read that, that manga and then I it like goes one in one year out the other. I automatically forget everything about it. It's a quick read. Like you really oh. like you do go through it pretty quickly. I would read it I would read one book one way to work. Which is a pretty fast yeah. read, in, in which next, was good for the, for the train, but... In the next volume, yeah. I just remembered, they go to this kingdom where they try to make an alliance, and then there's, like, a coup, and all this stuff happens. It's pretty cool. Okay, because I know Alec was on the cover, but it seems like it, that you... the, whoever's on the cover has nothing to do with yeah, the storyline. Yeah, and also, you find... You, spoilers for that. You find that you still don't know anything about Alec's... Um, the deer people. His covenant with the deer people. There's no information. But actually, good transition. Speaking of deer people, I know. That's not what you expected. Um, Friday, I watched the movie The Deer King. It's um, an anime movie by Project Production IG that came out. It was in theaters in North America last year, um, earlier in Japan. And I was really excited to see it because it looked really good. And I thought the premise was interesting. And I did not like it at all. No. I did you prefer that or what was what did you like more? That or the night is short walk on girl? Oh, night is short walk on girl. 
which I don't even know if I mentioned on the pod, but I still haven't. I still need to find uh, anyone in the Discord. Link me to Tatami Galaxy because I want to watch that now. But um, the Deer King was just like it was too confusing and the pacing was weird. And I like the like relationship between the main character and the young girl. Uh, father, daughter, nothing weird. But I was just like, oh, like the whole thing was such a drag. Um, How long I, was it? It's uh, It was like two hours. That's long. Yeah. That's long for an anime movie. I'm in the process of uh, catching up in Summertime Rendering, which was a great anime from last year that was in Disney Plus jail and now got released on Hulu. So I've been watching it on Hulu, and that's really good. Uh, and I have four episodes left, and I'm going to watch the final showdown all in one sitting, probably tomorrow, and I'm really excited. But... The whole time I was watching The Deer King, I was like, I could be watching Summertime Rendering right now. Like, I could be watching something good. So, that was the vibe. But I think that's all the new stuff I did that's notable. Do you have any recent series, yada yada, that you would like to talk about before we jump into the weeklies? I am primarily a webtoon person. So, I'm on multiple webtoon apps. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I obviously over the holiday, well, to you it's obvious, but to your listeners not, uh, Mary gave me all of Prince Freya, which I guess is a shoujo. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Shoujo fantasy. It's, you know, knights and shining armor and magic. So I enjoyed that. It was light and fluffy. I had a very rough fall, so... It uh, checked off the box of what I needed at the time. Uh, so I read that. I started Spy Family, the manga, mm-hmm. because I really enjoyed the anime. And it's interesting to read, you know, compare and contrast the read versus the watch. Lloyd is a lot more intense in the manga than he is in the anime. They really soften him up in the anime, and he is... That's my opinion. Did he you... seems a lot more intense than it, on paper than he does on screen. Um, I know you bought all the manga, and forgive me if I missed it, because I can't figure out which um magazine Prince Freya gets published in to know the demographic. But did you read them all? Not yet. Okay. I think I'm like half. I'm I have eight, and so I'm I'm like three or four in. Have you seen a cruise ship? Not yet. I that's, know that's what the movie's going to be about, so I'm j- I am I will definitely be caught up before then. Thomas and um, I were talking on the phone today while I was folding laundry and he was working. I was also working, but at that moment folding laundry. And we were talking about the end of the recent arc, which I thought was a little uh, anticlimactic. I'm not going to say anything about it, but I thought the arc as a whole was really good. And I was like, yeah, it comes in second place to the cruise ship arc. And he goes, cruise ship arc, best arc. So get excited for that we get some nice your action yeah we really need more your action mm-hmm. i feel like they're watering her down a little bit i want her to have a little more oomph and agency and there, something very weird that i thought was funny that you would get um i don't know if you're up to date with the uh, crunchyroll anime awards no i i haven't watched the episode not watched i keep thinking listen to your episode yet we did do a video on it so you can watch it if you want but um, mm. nominated for Best Supporting Character, Anya and Yor, separately. Oh, 
Interesting. Which is weird because like they're the main like the three of them are the main characters. Like if anything, Anya's more of a main character than Lloyd at this point. You know. If anything, give give Becky the award. Becky Becky's the best character, and we all know this. Know. We're big Becky stands in this household. We're pro We love pro, her. Pro Becky. Very pro Becky. We love Becky. But But good, I'm glad um, you're enjoying it. But yeah, I support a lot of uh, Patreon accounts for Webtoon authors and illustrators, so I get a lot of great content from them. Uh, some of my favorites right now are Osora, which is on Webtoon. It's about a non-binary person who was born, who is a, who is genetically, or was like born female, but because they needed a male heir was raised as a boy mm. and falls in love with their knight friend who's man who's very hot but is also betrothed to a woman and but there's also this whole thing going on with the country politics betrothed as in they're married already or are they just gonna get married they're gonna get married see there's to options unite here. kingdoms and stuff but we've so got options like a, it, yeah, it's a love octagon, and it's the art's really interesting and really well done, and everyone's really hot, so that's always a great plus. So I love that one. I support uh, Tony Renea, I think their name is, on Patreon, so I love that one. Cool. Indigence is another one. It's a zombie, like, zombie apocalypse type of webtoon and it's about two guys uh that develop feelings for each other uh but one of them is the classic high school jock football player who's very confused about how he feels about this very openly gay person who is very comfortable with who they are mm -hmm. all set in a zombie apocalypse situation they are always getting into a lot of big trouble they are constantly being chased and shot at, and so I it's got imagine. equal parts action, equal parts tension. Uh, so I'm I, I'm always excited to see an update from Cast W when that gets posted. Um, I've been trying out some new ones on Manta. I don't think the Manta comics are for me. They're a little mm. too they're a little too over dramatic for me, and. I don't know. There's a lot of like weird. Uh, there was one that I started that ended up being an incestuous relationship, and I had to shut that isn't down. That no, thank you. Isn't that crazy? Like when you're, I was, just, um, we were watching my friends and I, um, on Wednesdays we started we're rewatching Orin High School Host Club, and just like thinking of like the twins, like when you just see like oh they're brothers, and then you see them do their their thing, and you're like what? That happens to me a lot. I'll be reading something, and then it goes somewhere, and I'm like, please, why, no? And yeah, that's always a struggle. I've tried three or four on Manta, and they're just not for me. I am keeping up with Under the Oak Tree, though. The I'm not, webtoon. because I don't pay for Manta, so. I don't pay for it either, but you can get a free episode every 24 hours. Oh, okay. So... I'm doing that on So it's it's a, a slow burn. It's a it's a very very slow burn because of that. But that's fine. I'm not incredibly invested in it. It's not really 
it's not really my type of story, mm. but but I'm curious enough to see where it goes. Yeah. But that's about it on Manta for me. Um. Cool. <laughs> All right, we are gonna get back to your scheduled programming, anime. Um, yeah, sorry to disappoint with all the webtoon no, talk. No, <laughs> I, I, I literally asked you what you were reading, and you answered the question. That is, that is. I mean, I know it's not anime, but do you want to briefly talk about Crisis Core? Uh, yeah, sure. I only because it's basically an anime, and <laughs> Go, uh, so and Sarah... I emotionally went through it twice because I watched Demeray play it and I watched you play it online. Begin the conversation. I really miss games like that. You can tell that it was made a while ago, that it's not like a new... Mm -hmm. It wasn't made in the past four or five years. And I miss games that feel like that. I really like the slot system and how that's connected to the character. There just seemed more, I don't know, attention to detail and depth that I I, I feel like I'm missing in newer games mm -hmm. and i have to say I, zach's voice not totally yeah. bothered by it he had a few not totally bothered by it he had a few sour lines where i was like come on dude but yeah everyone not everyone can be the um i think rick gomez is his name where he just killed every single line like every, you're gonna have a sour line every once in a while overall the uh voice acting didn't bother me i love that game because i love zach i think that game now that i've actually played it has so many crazy plot issues like the stories if you like really look at it it's yes. not good it's not a very good story you don't care about really anything that's happening you're just in it because you like zach so much and the relationships, I think, are really well-written, or at least expressed, right? Like, Zach and Angeal, I think, it, it, when Angeal dies, it's really, you know, you, you're really, you really feeling for Zach. And I mean, I feel you like... You can tell that they have, like, a really good chemistry, and I, I think Zach and Aerith are absolutely adorable, and... I The relation, the Zach and Cloud relationship, I well, think, like, those are really are really special you hit and the nail really on, nice. You hit the nail on the head right there. It's Zach's relationships with other people, which is great because Zach is great. But, like, you're supposed to have these three best friends, Sephiroth, Angeal, and Genesis. They, that is, that is not portrayed well and does not look very good and kind of makes no sense. Um, the problem with the story is the, the fact that they have it all centered around this made up play that you never get to read exactly which i, I so spoke about. that's problem number one <laughs> yeah basically every other relationship every relationship that zach is not involved with is not well written um the story no, so i have to say though sephiroth whoever was voicing sephiroth did a very good job uh definitely gave him a new dimension i agree that G gave was him some... really interesting and i i liked I liked what the actor did. Yeah, it gave him some depth. It was a very subtle performance in a lot of ways. Watching him like spin into his madness, you it wasn't like, you know, screaming and crying as how most people would do. But not like Sephiroth would do that anyway. But um, he did a very good job. I agree. And at the end of the day, I mean, again, I love that game. I love that universe. But uh, yeah. I can love a game subjectively and kind of think it might be Garbo objectively. So that's kind of where absolutely. The 
I mean, I I have a lot of problems with Final Fantasy 13, but it's still my absolute favorite, you know? It, so yeah, no, I feel that. It's totally valid. And, you know, when you start going into biblical references, really, like, obvious, like, low-hanging fruit, no pun intended, uh, biblical references, it's just kind of like, come on, we can do better than that. We're better storytellers than this. You've told, if you told, I don't know, it's it's just been kind of disappointing what they what Square Enix has been doing over the past few years because it's like you made these, you made Final Fantasy X. I mean, it didn't. I know, Final Fantasy X is the best one. As I, uh, I mean, the, the skin percent, off my face, it's like so good. I mean, it 100% doesn't make sense, like, but I could follow it up to, like, 85, you know, 85, 90, maybe. And the, the, it was rich and compelling, and it's like, what happened? When I beat Final Fantasy X, I understood all of it. The next day, I was like, ugh. Oh, man. Like, what, like if you just sit down and play it, you get it. But once you're out of that universe, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, they're, they're all dreams? And I, I don't know. But um, it really depends. I The only Final Fantasy game I didn't feel that way with is Final Fantasy IX. I don't remember a lot about it, but that game actually made sense like the whole way through, which was surprising. And honestly, six did. I really... Final Fantasy VI was my favorite game I played last year, and I played Persona 4, which you would think more anime-esque, I'd be more into Persona. I really, really like Final Fantasy VI. I hope they give it some TLC in the future feeling that you know they're kind of going the disney well disney way right we're gonna reboot remake and money grab so i think there could be a six in your future yeah i mean i'll i will give the money for that i won't give the money for everything um i will i will probably not play a final fantasy 8 remake it's still too soon hmm. um but this well, is actually... that you want to talk about something that made no sense Yep. What is that game about? It's my it's one of my friend's favorite Final Fantasy games and I'm like I wonder what it's like being wrong. But I did Well, like I that would game. love to I would love for your friend to provide me with like a slideshow presentation on what that game is about Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> he he's he would. He Sam is that kind of guy. But this actually works that we're talking about video games because there's some video game stuff in our topic. We talk about animes. We talk about video games. I have a kind of quiz show situation for the topic planned out for my sister. So once we get there, it's good that we're kind of like tying everything in together. I don't think there's any shitty shoujo questions, though. So sad face. But um, I'm curious about this whole quiz thing because I only know so much. And right now my brain is filled with media law, case file readings and readings by phd students on how learning works so i'm interested to see what i'm gonna come up with today well lucky <laughs> for you you still have a little more time to empty your brain and refill it with uh anime and video game stuff because i have to go through the weeklies really fast um hey. caught up into you the immortal this show can be good when it wants to right now it wants to be good and there's like a lot of depth and a lot of interest going on uh, Sarah background it's about this being that is immortal and as it experiences pain it gets the ability to transform into the things that cause it pain and it's been around now for like 200 years we're going through generations and generations of people and places and you get to see how this being lives learns and tries to um, adapt to the environment around it and right now we're in a war situation which has been weeks and weeks of planning 
And um, it's paying off super cool. And he's about to find out that he can bring things back to life in a very crazy way. The first person that adopts him dies and he's able to transform into her and he accidentally brings her back to life without knowing. So he's just going to be walking down the street and see her and it's going to be so good. Uh, This is by the author, the manga, original manga is by the author of A Silent Voice. If you watch that movie. It's funny because when you said caught up with to you, the immortal, I thought that was the full name of the show. Oh, which would that surprise you if that was the full name of a show caught up with to To you, you, the the immortal. Immortal. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's on Crunchyroll and stuff. It's a to your eternity, but the original, the original fan, uh, translation that I read on Mangadex was called to you, the immortal. And that's how it's still written in my phone. So sorry, fam, but that's been really good. I've been kind of wishwashy on Trigun and My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia, they have action, and the action last season was great, and now they're just talking. And the talking's good and interesting, but this is like episode three in a row of talking, and I'm, I'm ready to move. And Trigun is okay. I'm not very familiar with the Trigun universe. I didn't watch it in the 90s when it came out. Um... They haven't given me a reason to dislike the show, like to hate the show, but I don't have a reason to like it yet. So I'm kind of floating in this place. If I wasn't, if I was watching more this season, I probably would have dropped it already. So animation looks great. Sarah, if you don't know, it's all CG. It looks really good, but um, it just doesn't, it's not like hooking me, you know? He changed up his design a lot. I, I kind of wish they kept him a little more masculine. I haven't watched it yet, but... Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of sick of seeing fresh, ba- fresh faced best boy looking. He, I want to see a little more mature. Yeah, mature they, made him a too, they made him a little too hipster. A little boyish. Yeah, I mean, they gave him like the, the side shave and like the. Yeah. It's like, it's just like a modernized little, him a little. <laughs> mo- modernized him a little too much. But who am I to say? I don't know. Um, And then. Best thing I'm watching so far, Shock, Gasp, Vinland Saga. So good. Farming sim- Really? Yeah, Viking Farming Simulator is killing it. Um, I watched the last two weeks because I was sick the week before and I get- didn't get a chance to watch it. But um, the drama on this farm, amazing. Amazing. We Last episode was actually all politics. We get back to the Vikings. We get back to Canute. We figure out he becomes like literally the king of England. And I do not care. I want to be transported back to my farming drama. Like, give me the deets. Ain't our best boy. Like, the whole thing's so interesting. Watching Thorfinn kind of unravel and then have to rebuild himself as a human being is going to be great. And we're going to cut down some trees. Like, I'm so into it. And, uh, I... It was great to see Canute and see how everyone's doing, but I was like, get me back to the farm boys. So I'm excited. Thomas has not started uh, season two of Vinland Saga. He's read the manga past this point, and he's like, I just really dislike this arc. And I'm like, you're wrong, because I'm digging it. I don't need action to get me pumped. The name of the next episode is We Need a Horse. Come on, it's brilliant. Brilliant farming drama. Brilliant farming drama. Uh, My apologies to your listeners for any food ASMR, but I'm shoveling down katsu curry as we talk. If it is uh, <laughs> really bad, I'll try to edit it out. Let me see. 27 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, Two more. I'm Actually, this is a really 
hit or miss right now. I'm, I'm watching this show called The Fire Hunter, which is an original anime that's um, really developing all this lore and building its world in a really beautiful way. And the art's really good. And the animation has been iffy the first three episodes, but I was like, I kind of understood it. It was going for like this abstract thing. It's science, uh, science sorrow, I believe. So it's kind of got like that, like crazy vibe. Episode four was unacceptable. Um, it just looked bad. Like there's no way to excuse how it looked. It, it, it just looked very bad. I'm, I lied. It's a, it's production IG and flying dog. Uh, it is not studio, uh, science are oh it's um written by the writer of ghost in the shell not yuasa that's where i got that um mixed up it's Mamoru oishi anyway i was disappointed in the last episode because i'm still really into the story and stuff but it just looked really bad so if it keeps looking that bad i don't know what i'm gonna do see how that happens so suddenly yeah um, and then last, um, we're watching Ipon again. It's a high school girl judo club. Uh, it got oh really, <laughs> it got really good reviews on uh, Anime News Network. It's good. I like it. It's not like amazing or fantastic. Everyone's like, oh, finally a um, a sports a sports anime about women that's like Haikyuu. Haikyuu is way better than this. Um, is, it, is it filling the uh, the bochi hole? <laughs> no. What? That's impossible. Oh my gosh. I was listening. I've just been listening to that album nonstop. The new Bochi album. The Sorry, the Kesoku Bondo album. It's very good. Um, but yeah, Ipon, again, is good. It's like a five, It's like a six or a seven. It's good enough to keep watching, but I'm not going to wholeheartedly recommend it to you. It's it's good. It As I said in the past, it's a mix of the uh, tennis drama Stars Align and the uh, female drama O-Maidens in their Savage Season. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting, putting those two together. What is up with tennis and anime? Tennis, so much of it. Tennis is popular in Japan. This is judo, but there are a lot of... I can, there's I, Right off the bat, I have Prince of Tennis, Baby Steps, and Stars Align as three anime manga about tennis. So, I agree. I mean, if you want to cosplay, just get a tennis skirt. You can yeah. you can be from three different shows and more. <laughs> I can I can also name three different soccer and boxing animes though. So Yeah. Soccer, you there's three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Blue Lock, Ao Ashi, which literally means blue leg, and um Maybe only two. Oh, Captain Tsubasa. That's an old school Shonen Jump one. Oh, but okay. Sarah, I'm the archive. And we're going to see how much of the archive you have in your brain with the topic of the week. Uh-oh. So <laughs> this, is, this is a different kind of quiz show. I don't know if you or anyone listening has heard of the YouTube uh, series Um Actually. Oh, yes. I watch it sometimes. Yes, I've been watching it over the last few weeks. And uh, basically, for people who don't know, the name of the game is the host reads off a, um, a statement about a fandom. It can be anime, it can be video games, it can be fantasy, yada yada. We're obviously going to do anime and video games today. And the uh, they read the statement, and the first person to realize the 
issue with the statement. There is something wrong, incorrect about what's being said. Buzzes in and says, um, actually, and completes the sentence like your uh, know-it-all best friend who you don't really want to hang out with anymore. And that's the name of the game, Sarah. I have up a list of anime and video game um, actually questions that are actually used on the show. And you're going to find the issues with them and and give us the actual statements if you can. And everyone can play at home. Let us know on the Discord if you do better than me or what your score is. We're going to leave it with anime and video games. I can post this uh, link once the podcast is out. They have It's, it's a lot of Star Wars, Star, Star Trek, and Harry Potter. But, um... Not my strong suit. Exactly. So I've been um, making sure I get anime and video games ones. And even if you don't know them, we can at least read them so people can play at home. Um, Did you like the plug for the Discord? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AnimeDoubleplay.com. You can join that Discord. I'm helping. We haven't gotten new people in a while, but it's okay. Hashtag ad. (laughs) Yeah. Not a sponsor. Um, Not sponsored. Okay, so are you ready for your first question? This one is dedicated to your fiance because it's about, All right, let's... It's about Princess Mononoke. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's in, go. In Princess Mononoke, <laughs> Ashitaka and his red elk Yakul travel after their village is attacked by a demon, discovering a war raging between the spirits of the forest and the humans of Iron Town. While the wolves and boars of the forest are indeed fierce, a group of brassy, loud women in Irontown are busy inventing new guns to destroy them. And there's something wrong with that. There is something wrong with that. That is how Mike and I feel most of the time when those are red. We're like, <laughs> no, nah, that sounded right. Is it that the deer isn't red? <laughs> no, Yakul is best is boy. It, <laughs> it is well, a red deer. I don't know. I don't think they're making weapons in Iron Town. The women are making weapons specifically. Uh huh. Do you remember who's making the weapons? Oh, geez. Someone's make. Someone specific's making the what? Because they're just doing the assembly line of producing the raw material, like processing the raw materials, I would, right? I would total. If the, I was actually on the show, you would definitely get the point. They are not, in fact, the ones making the guns. The lepers in the attic are. Right, okay. Good, Sarah. I'm so impressed. See, so <laughs> cool. Now you have that in your head. It's the little thing. So the end of that sentence was a group of brassy loud women in Iretown are busy inventing new guns to destroy them. They are not actually the ones manufacturing the guns. That is one point for Sarah. Killing it. Did you notice I have my 10 shirt on? I did notice. No <laughs> one can see it, though, so thanks for pointing it out. Um... Watch the 10 cutscenes, everyone, if you can't play the game. It's it's worth it. <laughs> question you won't num- be disappointed. Question number two. In the original Crash Bandicoot, Crash can gain a new life by breaking a one-up box or by collecting 100 mangoes. Oh, boy. I don't think it's 100 mangoes. That's a different thing. Because there are lives just lying around. You can, like, run and pick them up. Or if you crush boxes. Yes, but, yes, but that is not what the question is going for. Can you say it again? 
In the original Crash Bandicoot, Crash can gain Green. a new life by breaking a one-up box or by collecting 100 mangoes. I don't think it's mangoes. Then what do you think it is? Oh, I have to say what it is. Well, um, you need I'm I'm trying to get like an actual Well, so there's only I'm I'm trying to think of the menu of things that you can collect as you run through the the levels mm -hmm. and it's the obviously it's the one-up boxes. It's just regular there's just regular boxes, inanimate uh -huh. boxes that have no name. There are the TNT and the the dynamite boxes, the gr the nitro boxes. That's mm -hmm. what they're called. And then there's the masks. There's the Uka Uka and Aku Aku masks. So what am are, I missing? You are you are correct that it is uh, not by collecting a hundred mangoes. Uh, it's what do you? It's a hundred what? Oh, uh, coins. No, is this Mario? Oh. No, I thought maybe there were coins. I, I... Oh, apples! It's apples, not mangoes. They are called Woompa Fruit. Oh, okay. <laughs> they look kind of like apples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you were like, it's not mangoes, I was like, yeah. And you are like, you could just run around and pick up random lives. I'm like, that's not what they're going for. Um, Do I get half a point for literally naming everything? <laughs> I'll give you half a point. I'll give you half a point. That's fair. All right, next. Because I did show off my um actually esque prowess to mm -hmm. Crash Bandicoot. Very so. fair. I well, I was I've been watching this show recently, and I wanted to ask someone if they could like make anime questions about this, and then like host a show, and Thomas and I would play each other. But I thought that was too big of an ask. So I was sitting on the couch today, and I was like, I'll just take the actual questions and do it with Sarah. Um, how much oh. do you know? How much do you know about Cowboy Bebop? Nothing. I'm sorry, everyone. I will skip those. Um, how about Pokemon? Let's do it. In the extended Pokemon universe, Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy appear to exist and work in every town, though it is acknowledged that neither is a single, single entity, but rather multiple identical clones. Well, they're not clones. They're all related. Correct. That's it. Um, actually, okay. they're all members what of the is, same family. The, it was confusing when you started with in the alternate Pokemon universe. That the was the extended Pokemon universe. The extended Pokemon universe. So I was. It's that, so large that I don't know what extension means almost. I'm, but I'm just reading the questions. Um, yeah, they are all creepily. Uh, related to each other yes. as siblings. They all they, they could all be clones, but at least they haven't acknowledged it. Um, next... Yeah, that was a failed Team Rocket experiment. Yeah, right? Conspiracy much. All right, next we're going back to the Ghibli franchise. Okay. Hayao Miyazaki's films are an incredible gateway into Japanese folklore, with each movie introducing us to a new spirit for the very first time, such as the Kodama in Princess Mononoke, or the Susuwatari, or Dust Bunnies in Spirited Away. What was the first one? It was uh, Kodama in... Princess Mononoke. Or the Dust Bunnies in Spirited Away. Yeah, the dust bunnies are right, and I don't think it's code. Oh, it is Kodama, the little forest tree spirits. 
That's correct. So it's, oh, they're dust mites, not dust bunnies? Well, they give the Japanese name the Susuwatari. They're not, they're not going for the name um, in this question. They're going for Spirited Away has the dust bunny, mites, balls, and the <laughs> synonyms for, and Princess Mononoke has the Kadama. I will read the question to you one more time. Hayao Miyazaki's yeah. films are an incredible gateway into Japanese folklore, with each movie introducing us to a new spirit for the very first time, such as the Kodama in Princess Mononoke or the Susu Watari or Dust Bunnies in Spirited Away. So something appeared twice and not for the first time. You could interpret it that way. Yeah. That's how I'm rolling with it right now. Um, so the Kodama had to have appeared in something else. That's I'm what I'm thinking. I'm going to cut you off. Uh, the dust bunnies first appear in My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, shoot. I would have taken... For a second, I was like, maybe there was Kodama in Pompoko. <laughs> I don't I know. <laughs> I would have taken... The, the dust bunnies did not appear first in Spirited Away and not ask for the clarification, but you weren't getting there. And that's totally okay. fine. That's totally fine. So you are at, after how many questions? Three or four? You're at one and a half points. I thought I had more points. Oh, right. Wait, you just got the Pokemon one. You're at two and a half. So you're Thank good. you. Um, we'll try and go every other. We'll go back to video games. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's give it a go. Okay. Uh, in <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, the protagonist mm -hmm. Cloud Strife carries the iconic Buster Sword. In Square Enix's next release, Final Fantasy VIII, the main character Squall Leonhardt carries the Gunblade, which is then used by the protagonist of Final Fantasy XIII, Lightning. Okay, well, so technically, the Blaze Fire Saber is a gun blade, but it's called the Blaze Fire Saber. That's her weapon, and it is a gun blade. The Buster Sword is seven. So the stupid Squall Leonard's gun blade, it's not called a gun blade, it's it, called something else. It is a gun blade. Is it is a the, gun blade. That is not what the question is going for. Say it again. In Final Fantasy VII, main character Cloud Strife uses the iconic Buster Sword. In Square, Enix, Square Enix's next game, Final Fantasy VIII, main character Squall Leonhardt uses a gun blade, which is also used for the main protagonist of Final Fantasy XIII, Lightning. I mean, it's not the same weapon between 8 and 13. It's a redesign, and it's called something different. But they're gun blades. But they're gun blades. But, yeah, like, why are you talking about the Buster Sword? It's because probably 8 is not the next game. Correct! Can so, you name, can you that's name what the I'm next, Can you name the next game? Canonically? Is that what they're looking for? Name it canonically? No, what is the next, what is the game Square Enix released after Final Fantasy VII? 
Oh, God. I don't know if I know this. Am I going to be really mad when you tell me the answer? Not really. I, I did not get this originally, but then when I found out this was the issue, the next game, I got it. But it's Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten yeah, that, but that makes sense. I cuz canonically it would probably if you're going to go in like the the stories orders, I guess, then it would be like the Advent Children movie, which isn't a game. Right, that's not um, what they were going for. Which is not so. which we didn't get to watch over the holidays, sadly. Do you think you deserve that point? Uh I did get the um actually i got the core of it i didn't after a while uh, though yeah but i did give you a lot of good deep deep cut details so since it's up to you I, since i gave you half the point for crash bandicoot i will not give you half the point here i think that's fair okay fine that works for me it's more important that I know everything about lightning, which I validated yes. here. So uh, that's all I care about. We're going a little out of your wheelhouse with this question and a little into mine. But for the sake of the podcast, we're going for it. Uh, the Japanese Is it a bleach question? The Japanese publication Weekly Shonen Jump puts out comics primarily targeting 12 to 18 year olds and has been running for roughly 50 years. Many popular anime series started as serialized manga here, including Dragon Ball, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Bleach, Fist of the North Star, Strawberry 100%, One Piece, Bobo 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 Bo, Berserk, and Naruto. Was Berserk not in Shonen Jump? Great job. You got it. Absolutely. Um, actually, Berserk is not a Shonen Jump publication. It is way too graphic to ever be in Shonen Jump. That one clearly sticks out as a no way yeah it, it would they would never never put that in there which is probably to berserk's benefit do you know anything about the movie akira uh yeah okay supposedly <laughs> we'll find out i guess the the anime akira fame oh uh spoilers for akira spoilers for akira because this question starts the anime akira famously ends so, with blank. So, spoilers for Akira. Start fast-forwarding through it. Yeah. The Let's anime, go. The <laughs> anime Akira famously ends with a sequence in which teenager Tetsuo's newfound psychic powers grow beyond his control, causing his body to expand and envelop everything around it as he becomes a giant amorphous fleshy mass that is finally stopped by the creation of a psychic singularity which destroys Tokyo. Oh, crap. And there's something wrong about that. It's weird, There's right? none of these that are... Yeah, there's none of these that are actually <laughs> uh, true all the way through. Correct. So the amorphous flesh bag is definitely accurate. Correct. It's hard to um, forget that. It's so gross. It's... His name isn't Tetsuo? His name is Tetsuo. You're okay. thinking of the the guy in the red jacket, Kaneda, but the guy who does explain no, yeah, is Tetsuo. I thought maybe the guy had a different name. Oh damn it! I don't. It's okay not to know. You're. I'm going to tell you the answer. Wait, hold and on. You're be mad. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my shot here. Yeah. So it doesn't end with Tokyo being completely destroyed. 
then it's not the end of then what happens that's well, what i'm trying to remember if it, if, if it doesn't end with tokyo getting destroyed then what is. what is the end Man, why can't I remember this? Um, actually, it ends with Neo Tokyo getting destroyed. The city in Akira is not called Tokyo. I don't like that. I know that's a little much, right? That's a little. That's really obnoxious. <laughs> that would that would annoy me if someone. That is if that was in an actual conversation, that would definitely give it, that would that's eye roll worthiness for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a couple there's a couple rough ones. I'm doing my best, but I thought that was funny. And I didn't expect you to actually want the Akira question. So Surprise. Surprise. Uh this one's more about fandom and it's pretty funny. Uh, cool. Uh, until 2018, the single longest work of literary fiction was a piece of Harry Potter fan fiction known as The Subspace Emissary's World Conquest, which followed the story of an original character named Chris who befriended and adventured with a variety of canonical characters. It has since been surpassed by a piece of fan fiction set in the universe of Kanti Collection, a digital card game featuring World War II ships personified as anime girls. Oh my god. That's a sentence, what? right? And the the funny thing about that is only one thing in that sentence is made up. I could believe that entire yeah. sentence was made up. Well, yeah. Well, I thought the most popular Harry Potter fan fiction, which doesn't mean that this is the same thing that this is talking about, but I would imagine that it wasn't named that. It's a is it a, a Harry and Draco Malfoy romance story? Well, that was here, where my mind was going. Here's here's the thing. That's like the more. We're not yeah, talking about shoot. most. We're not talking about most popular. I'm not saying you're going. Yeah. What you're going for is wrong. This is the longest. And yeah, the Harry longest. Potter fan fiction known as the Subspace Emissaries World Conquest. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a a name for a Harry Potter fan fiction. That and sounds you, like a science fiction name. And you, you would be correct. Um, actually, the longest piece of fan fiction prior to 2018 was set in the universe not of Harry Potter, but of Super Smash Bros. Really? So that is a Super Smash Bros. fanfic that used to be the longest piece of fiction ever written until a Can Cole fanfic took the Work. title from it after 2018. I give you the point for that. Interesting. I would not think Smash Brothers would be the... Like, I would definitely think it would be Harry Potter or even, like, Game of Thrones. I could see someone surpassing with a Game of Thrones fanfic. Like, yeah. rewriting the whole thing. You know? Interesting. I Smash Brothers. I think that Smash Brothers fanfic was originally written as somebody practicing their English. And they had all these characters to write about, and they just, like, did it. And published it because they wanted to save it somewhere, and it became, like, this big thing. It was either that or some fanfic. Um, the whole anime girls turning into boats is not surprising to me, because that is just, like, a whole other... In the solar system of anime, that's a forbidden planet that proceed with caution when you travel to it. It's a whole thing. 
I um I watched no thank you <laughs> a few episodes of a Can Cole series because I was curious and you wasn't watched great. a few episodes. You got through a few episodes. I th- it, no more than three, if that. Definitely one, but less than three. I might have done two. I mean, that's still pretty amazing that you did three. Well, it's a cool idea like, because you have the anime girls, but they still carry their weapons. So we've got like it, it's like cute girls with like bazookas and stuff it was kind of cool but i didn't stay into it Um, interesting are you in a sailor moon mood i can give it my best shot i i am i have more expertise in other magical ladies but let me give it a go i've got sailor moon and right under it i've got a gurren logging question which one would you like first if you or you can not have it. I have one. I have no chance at the Gurren Logan crest question. Okay. So. You can kind of I'm context, sorry. You can context your clues here. Sailor Moon may be a teenager of mo- of most of the series, but thanks to time travel we get to meet the daughter she has with Tuxedo Mask Mask, Chibi Usa, aka Sailor Chibi Move. She travels back in time from the 30th century to help the sailor Senshi. She appears roughly five to eight years old and is crown princess of Earth. Eventually, we also meet her daughter, Sailor Chibi Chibi. I don't think Chibi Chibi's her daughter. Correct. Uh, All right. Sailor Chibi Chibi is either Sailor, Sailor Galaxia's starseed in the anime or an incarnation of Sailor Cosmos in the manga. And it's specified in the answer. Work. I love it. Yeah, that was not right. I, I knew she was a mother. I, I didn't think she was a grandmother. That's for sure. Okay. How about... I've got I've got two more in mind. Are you surprised at how I'm doing? You're or doing well. What are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> the, the cool thing about this game is you don't even really have to, like, know. You just have to sound... You could just have to, like, listen to what sounds wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that, but also it's really easy. I mean, if you don't under, if you don't know the characters and I'm a very character centric person, mm-hmm. I may not, I, 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 even if I haven't seen a show, I probably know the characters from it and a little bit about them. Cause that's just kind of my niche of interest is that I love characters and character design. So yeah. I think it's working in my favor here. Uh, are you in the mood for Evangelion? Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. You got a Eureka 7 question? I could definitely uh, go go no. in a tirade on that. I do, Mech have, anime. I do have a Kingdom Hearts question. Oh, throw me that one. You gotta give me that one. Oh, there's actually... There's two Kingdom Hearts questions. I haven't... Oh. These two I have not pre-read, so I don't know how annoying they are. Oh, let's go for it. it. I bet they're incredibly annoying, but let's go Um, for it. I just quickly read the first one, and this one's really easy. The Kingdom Hearts series brings together characters from Final Fantasy and Disney in a notoriously hard-to-follow adventure story. The the first game starts, however, in a location known as the Destiny Islands, a location that is original to Kingdom Hearts and populated entirely by original characters like our protagonist, Sora. Uh-oh. I don't think it's pop. No, there's Final Fantasy characters that live there. Wait, Waka. Mm-hmm. Shelk. Shelk. Isn't it the girl with the flippy hair? The not- brunette with the short. That's not Shelk. 
Chalinda Shelk? It's Selfie. Oh, Selfie. But I'm trying to figure out where Shelk is from, because that Shelk sounds from, like... I know where Shelk's from. Shelk's oh, from Dirge of Cerberus. Shelk is from Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, similar hair. Similar vibe. Can you name the other Final Fantasy character on Destiny Island? Oh, crap. Yeah, it's two women. No, it's a little boy. Oh, wait. Who Don't roll your eyes at me. Who did you say already? I said Selfie. Uh-huh. Or Selfie Shelk and uh, Waka. Is this one super obvious? I can't even remember. Oh, my God. It's Titus. You're right. It is Titus. It's so, Holy it's ti shit. Titus and Waka get their, like, uh, bromance island vacation they always wanted totally right you know i kept every time i kept trying to think of that third person i kept seeing squall Aerith, and tifa whatever yeah i did not <laughs> and realize, it was throwing me off i did not realize until i played final fantasy 6 that setzer who's the the bully in twilight town uh, who plays yeah, that game mm -hmm. struggle Setzer walked onto the screen and I was like, is that Setzer from Kingdom Hearts 2? And my chat like screamed at me. They were like, he's from Final Fantasy 6. What are you talking about? You can't say that. I'm like, dude, this guy's from Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, next Kingdom Hearts question. And then, oh, and then above it is an Avatar The Last Airbender question. And then I say we do Kingdom Hearts. We'll do Avatar. We'll end it with the... Uh, I do have an Evangelion question prepared and a Full Metal Alchemist question prepared, if either of those fit your fancy. I mean, I can try them. I have a very low bar for it, okay, but we will, I could give it a go. But we will do four more, and then we will stop. And uh, again, this cool. is a fun game. If anyone wants to make an anime version of this and give it to me and Thomas, because I can't make it and play. That would be great. In Kingdom Hearts, the designs of Sora, Donald, and Goofy change based on which Disney world they are visiting. For instance, when visiting Monstropolis, the world of Monsters, Inc., they all become monsters. Or when visiting the Pride Lands, Sora turns into a lion, Kong, a lion cub. Kong. I don't know what that is. Donald turns into a baboon, and Goofy turns into a tortoise. Donald's a bird. Donald is Pride a bird. Lands. That is another easy question. Boo. Um, Merman. I don't know. That. Okay. When's that fourth one coming out? <laughs> like it matters. Like it matters. <laughs> okay. Avatar. Water, earth, fire, air. These are the four types of bending featured in Avatar, the last airbender universe. However, there is a fifth type, energy bending, which is older than all other forms and can be used to strip a bender of their magical abilities. Taught to Avatar Aang by an ancient lion turtle, the only known energy benders are Aang, Amon, and Avatar Korra. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, there's blood bending. But that, a metal bending, but that's earth, that's a synonym or a Those subset. Subsets, yes. There's also magma bending, which is another subset of earth bending. But that I just sounds like something 
someone made something. <laughs> I sound like a host right now. I'm feeling good about this. Amon, Ang, and Cora. Oh, it's uh, he didn't learn from a turtle. That is incorrect. He does learn from a turtle oh. in the uh, final final four episodes. He goes missing, and they have to start the final operation without him. It's because he is with the uh, the lion turtle, learning energy. So bending. it's a Am oh Amon can't energy bend. Correct. It's like. It's like a special form of like blood bending or something yeah, like that. Yeah, nail on the head. Yeah. Um, actually, Amon used blood blending to block the chi points of the benders just to make it appear as if they lost their bending abilities. Very good work. Boom. Boom. All right. Full metal alchemist. Oh boy, it, this is this is. I don't have any expectations for this one. You could. This one is actually. It's not easy because there's a lot of, like, words in this. But if you think about it, you can figure this one out. My The extent of my Full Metal Alchemist knowledge is solely from memes and from cosplay masquerade skits. So let's see how that knowledge serves me. <laughs> Actually, so I was watching this show on YouTube. This is a different Full Metal Alchemist question than the one I thought it was going to be. But we will still try it. Um, cool. In Full Metal Alchemist, brothers Edward and Alphonse Elric visit the home of Show Tucker, a state alchemist who specializes in creating chimeras. They are horrified to discover that in his desperation to create a chimera capable of human speech, Show Tucker broke the taboo of human transmutation for the first time by merging his young daughter with a dog to create a new creature. The daughter and the dog. That unfortunately, that does happen. As we know, because it's in every meme, mm -hmm. every anime meme's got one of those. It's not Show Tucker. It is Show He's Tucker. Oh, it is Show Tucker. Oh, I guess Shotucker. I never knew his name. All I know him as is the blonde guy with glasses that loves his daughter, supposedly. Um, He's not blonde. And... Yeah, isn't he blonde? Nah, he's got brown hair. Is he? I don't know. Oh, he, ah, uh, okay. I could interpret that as blonde. <laughs> um, chimeras. What about them? No, because that was the term. They're, maybe they're not called chimeras. They're called chimeras. I wish you could got, you guys could see Sarah just, like, reaching into the air for ideas. <laughs> just, like, searching. Yeah, chimeras. <laughs> um, you, you might, you actually may not know this one. It is a different question than I originally thought. Um, show, this is not the first time Show Tucker does this. He originally does it for the first time on his wife. Ah. That fails. A couple years later, he's like, let's roll it back. Why does he do it to his kid? Is he, like, he, initially, he like, messed he, up? He wants or to is keep, he just... He needs to keep up his state alchemist certification, which in his kind of subset of his certification he needs to come up with a new invention or new discovery every few years so he's trying to create a chimera capable of human speech in order to keep his license and he for can't that, just change his thesis goal <laughs> no it's not that simple yes 
The one on oh, the show goodness. that I watched, it was like Full Metal Alchemist. These are the rules of alchemy. And one was that you cannot do human transmutation. And the answer was, you can do human transmutation. You just shouldn't. And it usually doesn't work. And I figured that was something you could have gotten. But instead, oh. they gave me one I've never heard of. All right. Chimeras. <laughs> <laughs> just like, she was like staring at the ceiling like, chimeras. <laughs> Last one. Um, I hope you were having fun with this, by the way. I'm having fun just reading the questions. Yeah, they're, uh, they're not as complex as I thought they were going to be. But I also remember I did your trivia that you and Thomas made, which was a lot, a lot more specific which and harder. Like, so great. People still bring up how difficult the anime double play trivia was. And I'm like, well, one, it, is. it was, it was too hard. It was too hard. I and the only... I had an advantage because I grew up with you both. Like, that was the only thing that was keeping me in the game. I felt so bad. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> I felt really... People are still like, yeah, that was so hard. And in the back of my mind, I'm like... And we had different categories, and I thought it was over a lot of different topics. But uh, I, guess, I guess it was too hard. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're doing... Um, another plug for the Discord. We're doing a uh, watch-along for the Crunchyroll Anime Awards on March 4th. There's no time yet, but we're going to all stream it and watch it together in the um, Discord. Maybe I'll do another round of trivia as like a pre-party and we can do it, like do trivia, hang out, and then um, watch the award show. That would be fun. That could be fun. I should and just... everyone should come in costume. Okay. I should just bring back the same the questions party. because they were so hard. I'll, you know what? I'm not gonna run that by Thomas because it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna do what I want. You should run the. You should send me the questions before to screen them, you and can I can confirm them? to you if they're just out of control or not. <laughs> final. Because I will know. The final question: <laughs> The original Neon Genesis Evangelion is about teenager piloted giant robots called Evangelion or Evas battling monsters known as angels with a countdown to the apocalypse serving as the story's backdrop fans were surprised that the final two episodes which abstractly ex abstractly explored the protagonist's crippling depression rather than delivering the much anticipated final epic battle hmm Chimeras. Chimeras. You got it. Um, actually, um, chimeras. Um, actually, chimeras. Um, oh, geez. Well, I think the ending is correct. So that last bit's correct. It's that middle thing. I don't think they're called angels. They are called angels. Oh, oh well. Angel beats. Um, My soul, your beats. Kikowata, kikashita. Anyway. My soul, your beats. That's the name of the opening. <laughs> oh my god. You bring up comma, my... your beats, my soul, comma, your beats. <laughs> you bring up potentially my favorite original anime of all time, and you expect me not to sing? I don't know well, if you know me. So this is just a crazy aside, briefly, but I watched on Hulu the like 30th anniversary Beauty and the Beast special. Me too. Where they did... So, but every time I freaking see Josh Groban, I think of You Raise Me Up, which makes me think of You Raise Me Up from Romeo X Juliet. That... Like, it literally, it just link, link, link up to you in our childhood bedroom watching Sobbing. AMVs about it. Sobbing. <laughs> Sad. 
I'm gonna post Stop that. Me. I'm gonna post that in the Discord. The Japanese version of "You Raise Me Up" by Josh Groban is the opening to it's Romeo rough. X Juliet. No, it's fucking amazing. What do you mean? It's oh my rough. god! It's so beautiful. It cracks me up, but I think it's because I think of you being completely enraptured by the, it, the mistake, and that's what's funny. The mistake I made is that it's a sh- it was a show called Romeo X Juliet, and for some reason I thought they were going to make it. Well, I, I think that's a valid thought. It's an anime. You, you've seen enough anime to know. Romeo that you can't gets, know. You never know. Romeo literally well. gets stabbed and killed by a tree. Oh, right. Yeah, that's so lame. It's so... Juliet is awesome and, like, sacrifices herself to save Neo Verona and the world. And I I own it all on Blu-ray. Like, or DVD. It's probably just DVD. But it's bomb. I still... You know what? Maybe that maybe that's an anime watch-along. I would watch... Rewatch the shit out of... Um, if you could live stream it on Twitch, you should. That way, I would watch the crap out of that. But um, so. the English dub, they kind of do in old English, so we would have to watch it in Japanese because I can't oh, do that. Really? Oh, no. Um, that anyway, was back when dubs were very questionable. I'm going to read you the part of the question. That's wrong. That's wrong. And okay, you just have cool. to figure out why. You, do, you are not getting the point, by the way. Uh, but here no, we I know I'm not getting the yeah. point. It's, it's all good. I don't know. It's all good. The original Neon Genesis Evangelion is about teenage pi- teenager piloted giant robots called Evangelion or Avas battling monsters known as angels. So they're definitely teenagers, so we can take that out. Correct. So now we have the original <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion is about piloted giant giant robots called Evangelion or Evas battling monsters known as angels. They're not called Evas. They are called Evas. The original So it's the Neon- original Evangelion. So working backwards, it's not the it's, that's not what this is no. about. It's not about the first part of this okay, is not ju- about the last part of this. We're just going to keep going. The original <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion is about piloted giant robots battling monsters known as angels. We will get to what's wrong. Piloted? They- I can't take out the verb, Sarah. Okay, fine. The original Neon Genesis Evangelion is about giant robots battling monsters known as angels. And we already said that they were angels. So it's just giant robots battling monsters. Tell me what's wrong. No, but the original, the original Neon Genesis, it's not the original. It's like a side movie or something. No, you're wrong. That is not it. My God, what is left of the sentence? The, the, um, actually the Evangelion or Avas are not giant robots. Max. No, they are actually living beings. See, with, it's clear that I, I, I know it's bad that I haven't seen it. I'm with sorry, cybernetic everyone. augmentation, they are actually a some mutated alien form of human. And in battle, it's actually very creepy and very cool. When they get damaged, they bleed red blood like human blood and uh, when their armor gets knocked off you can see their skin and their fingernails but they don't have human faces they have these morphed faces so if the helmet gets put off you see like this kind of deformed human-esque face 
it's, yeah i i know i really have to watch it i my life is too crazy right but, now uh, mike and i did not get this one and then we read it to our friend Sam oh. is a big fan and he did not get it. This is a, I think this I is. I feel Nick, less bad now. Yeah, I this, feel less bad. <laughs> I would say that, which is why I wanted to end on this one. I would say this is nitpickier than whatever. The, oh, Neo Tokyo and Tokyo. It's like that level of nitpicky. Neo Tokyo. We all know that the only Neo Japan that matters is in G Gundam with my ne- boy, Joe Monkashu. Or Neon, uh, Neo, 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 Neo Yokio <laughs> from the Tobleron anime. Neo Yokio from the Toblerone anime, the Jaden Smith anime. Toblerone anime? Yeah. Oh my gosh, the Jaden Smith what the anime? Heck is it? The Jaden no, Smith what is it, anime? What is a Toblerone anime? It's, you know that chocolate bar? The Toblerone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that what is, you were referencing? Yeah, it's it's like everywhere in that anime, the Jaden Smith anime, which uh name I don't know. Oh that's so funny. Oh it's called it's Neo Yogyo. It's yeah, called Neo Yogyo. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a quick picture of a Toblerone. Um but Well then, I know what a Toblerone is. But I'm gonna i I'm gonna send you in <laughs> Sorry. I just I just pulled it up. Well, I have I know you have class. I have soon. class, so Quick. I have to I have to head out. Click quickly and look do at my this, class thing. Quickly look at this image and then we will end oh the Oh my god. Oh seriously, that's directly from the show? That is not photoshopped. That is um he just there are times oh my where god. he just has a giant Toblerone. I um, mean that's why that's why I love anime. Just when you think you've seen everything, you haven't. Guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this atypical but equally fun episode of the podcast. Sarah, thank you for joining me and taking out the time from your busy schedule. I hope I was ever so slightly entertaining to your listeners. Well, our listeners are very are critical monsters, so they will pound you into the ground if you were boring. So we will find out. All right, let me know. <laughs> Either way, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Watch a lot of anime, and we will talk next week. See you later. Bye.